Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, Joe McCall here. Welcome to REI Secrets. This is a, about a weekly or semi-weekly video series that I do where I just teach some really cool things and I talk about some secrets, quote unquote, there, although there are no secrets in real estate. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance of realtors and how to find investor-friendly realtors that can help you do more deals, you know, find deals and sell your deals for you. For some odd reason, there's been this, always been this kind of conflict or uh, animosity, maybe it's too strong of a word, but this this disconnect with investors not liking realtors and realtors not liking investors. And I want to banish that forever right here, right now. Listen, if you're not working with realtors, you're missing out. I'm not saying you have to get your license, although I think it's a good idea. I, I you know, definitely, I think the benefits of getting your license outweigh the costs of getting your license. But here's the thing. If you're not using agents, again, to help you find deals and to help you sell your deals, you're missing out for a couple really, really big reasons. Number one, any seller that's out there that's thinking of selling their home, I've seen studies on this, at least 80% of them, the first person they think of calling is a realtor. 80% of any homeowner that wants to sell their house immediately thinks of calling a realtor, okay? The second reason why you want to work with realtors is you, that's the, one of the best ways to get the highest price for your house. So when you want to sell your house, guess what? If you stick it on the MLS, you're going to get a lot of um, eyeballs. So when somebody's thinking of selling a house, they call a realtor. When somebody's thinking of buying a house, they're going to go to Zillow. They're going to go to realtor.com. They're going to call realtor. Um, so ignoring realtors, I think is a mistake and, and you're going to be doing that to your peril. So on this video, I'm just going to teach some of the things that I've done in the past and I'm doing today to help me find investor-friendly realtors. Now, this is important to understand. Just because your cousin, your neighbor, your friend from church is a licensed real estate agent does not mean that you should work with them. All right. And they're going to tell you, hey, listen, I have access, the mortgage brokers do this all the time too. Like I have access to all the same inventory and all the same properties that everybody has, right? I'll help you. I'll work hard for you. And you want to be nice to them. You don't want them to be offended if you choose to go with somebody else. Do not do that. You know, maybe you can do that if you're wanting to use, work with a realtor to help you find uh, your own personal residence to live in, right? But when it comes to investment properties, you want to work with an investor-friendly agent. Now, how do you find them? Well, actually, it's really, really easy. And I'm going to show you over some of the things I do here. I'm going to show you how to do that um, for free online. And I'm going to show you one of the premium resources that I use with PropStream. And um, I'm also going to talk about how to do this for vacant land. Um, and so, yeah, i got some cool things to share with you. I'm excited about this. And also, if you have any questions, I'm coming at you live right now on YouTube and Facebook. So if you have questions and you type them in the comments, like Pam right here. What's up, Pam? Hello. Uh, I can put your comments on the screen and I can answer any questions you guys have and we can have a good old jolly time talking to each other. All right. So um, 
also, this series is called REI Secrets, and I have a book called REI Secrets that you can get for free. Just pay shipping and handling. It's a real physical book. It's actually got real text in it, and it's designed, every chapter is about one or two pages long, and it's designed to just kind of give you some inspiration, some ideas, some motivation for um, doing deals. So if you want this book for free, the real book, and just pay shipping and handling, go to reisecrets.com. If you want a free PDF of this book, all I ask you to do is go to reviewjoe.net from your phone and leave me a video review. From your phone, if you go to reviewjoe.net, don't do it from your laptop, do it from your phone, go to reviewjoe.net, it'll ask you to leave me a review. And it'd be cool if you can leave me a review, whether you leave me a good or a bad review, it'll still take you to a thank you page where you can get a PDF of that book for free. All you need to do is leave me a nice review, an honest review. Okay. I'd really appreciate it. All right. So I want to show you some things here. I'm going to share my screen with you and hopefully I can get this to work. In fact, I'm going to move this guy over here. All right. And then I'm going to share this screen right here window. Boom. Oh, and by the way, what you see right here is the reisecrets.com. When you go here, um, again, you can just uh, get a free copy of my book and I'll send it out to you in a few days. Just pay shipping and handling. All right, nice. All right. One of the first places I like to go is Redfin. Redfin is one of my favorite websites. In fact, those of you guys right now on on the chat in YouTube or Facebook, uh, please type in a state. I should have asked for this at the very beginning. Please type in a state where you want us to look at. And I'm going to show you how to find good realtors in different markets in that state uh, for houses and for land. All right. So go ahead and type in the comments right now, whether you're watching in YouTube and or Facebook, type in a state. I'd appreciate it. And while you're doing that, good, Ohio. Thank you, Meredith. Meredith, you won a prize. I'm going to look at it. Let me make this a little bigger there. All right. So let's go to Ohio. How about Cincinnati, Ohio? Cincinnati, Ohio. Bagels, the Bengals, they almost won the world, I mean, the um, Super Bowl, the World Series of football. All right. Let's look at Ohio. Um, And when I go to Redfin, I like to click right here, remove outline. All right. And some of the things I like to do is um, I'm looking for an agent, number one, that can, let's do this. Let's look for an agent that can maybe help me find some deals. So one of the things I like to do is I like to make sure I'm looking at houses only. All right. And I want cheaper homes. So let's do homes under a hundred thousand dollars. Now you think, Joe, there are none in Cincinnati under a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Well, there's 113 of them right here. (laughs) Okay. And let's do, um, well, this might be fine here. There's 313 homes and this is kind of sorted by days on market right here. Um, But if you start looking at them, I'm looking for homes that need updating. Like this is one that needs updating right here. Now, this has only been on the market 12 hours. In fact, let me me show you something else that I like to do. I'm going to go down here to time on Redfin. I want houses that have been on the market at least, no, um, more than 30 days. All right. So here we go. There are 86 homes on the market. Now, this is Cincinnati. Some of you in California, just stay with me here, bear with me. You may think, well, Cincinnati is not San Diego. True. But even in a hot market like Nashville or San Diego or Denver, you're still going to find homes that have been on the market for a long time. And the reason why I like these houses 
is because any realtor that's willing to list this property right here, you know, on the commission for this deal, they're asking 42 grand for it. You know what? They're probably um, not getting that bit much, that big of a commission. All right. And this is in an area I'm suspecting that is where a lot of investors will be buying and selling homes. All right. These are a lot of these are multifamilies, rental homes. It's a beautiful church. All right. So in this neighborhood, I don't know anything about this area. There's a lot of um, investor activity. All right. And one of the previous videos I showed you before is how to find the hot zip codes. All right. And you could always then do the same thing I'm showing you right now and go see in these specific zip codes where are um, investors buying and selling homes. Okay. This is a great looking house. And the reason why I think it's a good investor home, it's a smaller property, right? And there's no interior photos. Um, and it says, uh, keep the tenant or take over occupancy. So this is a rental property. So who's this guy? John Bowling, EXP Realty. There's his phone number right there. And there's his email address. All right. Now I've done other videos in the past as well, talking about how to send, you know, you can pull up a list of all of the properties that have been on the MLS for over 90 days, let's say, and you could send the realtor and the owners an offer, just a blind offer, say, hey, if I could get you your price of 84,900, would you be willing to do owner financing or something creative like that? And that's a great way to find owner financing deals. But anyway, all right, so what kind of realtor? Do you think, you know, you see these realtors that have the big billboards and, you know, they, they send you things in the mail with their glossy photos and some kind of play on words with their names. You know, it's like stupid and annoying. Those are not the realtors that you want to work with. Those are the high producer, top producing agents that are working in the nicer, newer suburbs that are doing tons of volume. They do not like working on these kinds of homes here. All right. Only an investor friendly type of realtor. And this is a realtor. I don't know. I've never called John Bowling before. But EXP Realty is a great company. I suspect this is a realtor that is newer in the business, is hungry, is willing to work hard and hustle to try to make a little bit of money. On this, they're probably getting two dollars or $3,000 commission on this house, all right? And this is a guy, maybe it's a realtor that works with a lot of investors. Well, guess what? That's who you want on your team. Why? Because number one, he's willing to list houses in these neighborhoods. And number two, he works with or she works with a lot of other investors. And so when you get a deal, they might already have buyers for it that can help you sell them faster for more money, right? So the first thing I would do is I would call this guy up. I'd say, hey, John, let's just do a practice role play here. Hey, John, how you doing? Joel McCall here. Calling about your house on Starrett Avenue in Cincinnati. Nice. Listen, I'm an investor. I'm in Missouri. Can you tell me a little bit about this property? I'm interested in it, okay? And just start asking a bunch of questions. All right, I see, you know, it's been on the market for 35 days. Um, why do you think it hasn't sold yet? What's going on? Have you gotten a lot of offers on it? Can you tell me a little bit about the owner situation? There's a tenant in there. What are they collecting in rent? Does it need any work? What does the interior photos look like? I mean, this realtor's probably getting tired of being asked questions about what does the inside of the property look like? You know, what's interesting is they don't show in these pictures here, they don't really show the uh, garage. I mean, you see it obviously, but like, so, you know, ask them, what, is there any water damage? What's the, what's the uh, structure like in that garage? A lot of times that water gets down there, it becomes a mess, but this is a great little neighborhood. Oh, it's next to a busy street. I don't know if that's a dumpster in the back of their yard or what, but you know, ask the guy, Hey, what's, what's it like here on that street? Is it really busy? Um, and say, listen, I, you know, I'm interested in this house. 
are they negotiable on their price? I don't know if 84,900 is a good deal or not. I'm looking here on the market. Oh, I see some, um, let me, let me do this right here. Going to houses only. Let's zoom out a little bit. I'm going to sort this table by price. Zoom out a little bit more. Okay, I see some properties here that are listed for 42, for 79. You know, why are they asking 85 for it? You know, why would I want to pay 85 when I can buy this one for 79? That's got two more bedrooms and is 500 feet bigger. And you can also then real quickly switch to solds in the last year in this neighborhood. You got too many of them, so I'm going to zoom in. The house we were looking at is right in the center. All right, so I'm seeing some homes that sold in this neighborhood for 12,000, 18,000, 21,000, 34, 45. So I'm asking, I'm bringing these up to the realtors, all right? So I'm just, I'm, I'm expressing some interest. And by the way, this is the whole point I'm wanting, I'm trying to get to here. Mr. Realtor John, um, you know, I don't have any agents representing me. So I don't know if your broker at eXp allows this, but you could actually represent me as well as the buyer. And you can get maybe double dip the commissions. Maybe you get both sides of the commissions. You can get, and so what's this realtor going to think? Like, oh yeah, man, I'm only going to make a thousand bucks after my broker gets paid on this deal. If I can represent the seller and the buyer at the same time, I get both sides of the commissions. Ah, so you'll notice when you bring that up to an agent, the tone of the conversation completely changes. Okay, so at first they're like, they find out you're an investor, you're calling them to low ball you know, and, and they're just frustrated and they're going to tell you, no, listen, I mean, the owners, they have already rejected offers at 60 grand. Um, they're pretty firm. They're not in a hurry. Um, stop calling me unless you're serious. All right. They're going to say, go ahead and just make an offer. So there's kind of like automatically this defense or this wall that's up. But when you tell them, I'm looking for an agent to help me find more deals, you can represent me and get both sides of the commission. And they know you're a serious buyer. Then all of a sudden, like, they just seem to be a little, tend to get a little nicer. And I can't blame them, right? I, whenever you're talking to an agent, and this is really important, you need to approach the conversation like you're there talking to them to help them make more money. You're in there helping them to make more commissions and all that good stuff. But by the way, David Olds is in the house. What's up, David? Good old boy from Tennessee. Listen, uh, you want to find a really good nationwide closing company that can close all of your deals? Go to closelikejoe.com, closelikejoe.com. That's a service that David Olds has. It's a nationwide um, transaction coordination closing company that will let you do, they'll help you with your lease options, your subject twos, your owner financing, your innovations, your double closes, your assignments, and uh, nationwide. So go to closelikejoe.com to connect with David Olds. Thanks, David. Glad you're here. All right. So anyway, you're talking to this agent. You say, hey, you can be my buyer. So then they're going to be much more open to maybe presenting your offer to the seller of owner financing or something like that, right? Or maybe they'll be more open to tell you, yeah, you know, they might accept something. They're getting, they're getting a little bit more motivated. They might accept something in this price range. Go ahead and just make an offer. I can see what I can do. And then by the way, hey, John, you know, do you have any other properties in the area? Because I'm, always, always, I'm always looking for something. I, I want to talk to the realtors who are, are already familiar with homes in these areas because they know what's out there, right? And here's the other cool thing. They bring me a deal. Guess what? They can be my boots on the ground. They can be, they can take pictures for me. When I start marketing the home, they can actually um, answer buyers' questions and let the buyers in and they can be my local boots on the ground. 
Super important to have an agent on your team. Now, if you're a wholesaler, I'm not talking to them. I'm not using wholesaling language. I'm talking about them. I'm an investor. I'm looking for deals. So you need to be prepared. You need to be able and willing um, to close on these deals. You need to be willing and able to close on these deals. Um, you know, with hard money, that's something that this investor, this realtor probably can put you in touch with some good local hard money lenders that can help you on these deals. Does that make sense? They can also probably put you in touch with some other investors that either lend money on deals or buy deals. And uh, yeah. Okay. So that's one thing I like to do. Number one is go after older listings and neighborhoods that are that need work and talk to these agents, right? Same goes to be said when you find a property and let's look at another one here. Some of this is land. It's funny because I said house and they still bring me some that have that's just vacant land. Here's one way out kind of in the sticks, literally and figuratively. All right, you can see where this is in the in the red. Wait, there's one. All right. Let's let's look at all right, this is a good one here. I don't know why. This looks like a good one. Let's say you get a property under contract in 45205. Guess what? I got a property under contract 45205. You can go into Redfin here, do a search for that zip code. This is maybe one of the areas that have a lot of activity, a lot of investor activity. And I'm going to switch here to solds last six months. All right, guess what? A lot of these properties were sold by agents and these are cheaper properties, right? Again, these are areas where investors, when you're wholesaling properties, typically you want to be in the areas where there's a lot of investor activity, where um, you know a landlord is coming out from California and buying these properties in Cincinnati for 85 grand. They're putting some money into them. They're renting them out for you know, 800 to 1,000 bucks. So guess what? I got a property under contract. This one sold in 32 days. I click on more info. This home sold a month ago. Oh, bada boom, bada bing. Look at this. It's listed by Tim Catrill, whatever. And you notice again, it's not Sipsy Klein, right? This isn't some Caldwell Banker, Keller Williams, like big national um, Berkshire Hathaway uh, broker, right? Same with Comey and Shepard. Who, who, what is that? Well, guess what? Nicole Wagner is the buyer's agent who sold this property to another investor. And let's look at this property. This is a property that only an investor would want to buy. Could you agree with that? This one needs, it's a full gut rehab. Huh. All right. So guess what? I get a property under contract in 45205. I'm going there looking at the solds, looking for a property that needed work. And I'm calling these agents. There's her name, sold by Nicole Wagner at gmail.com. And there's her broker's phone number right there. You can also just kind of Google her, right? She looks like a nice lady, right? And talk to her about what she does. Let's see if she has a website or something like that. She doesn't have a ton of reviews yet. Two from Facebook, seven from HomeSnap. I suspect she works with, she's a newer agent and she works with a lot of investors. Does that make sense what I'm saying? So I'm going to call her up and say, hey, listen, uh, what's your name? Nicole, Joe McCall. Uh, I'm an investor. I actually live in Missouri. By the way, you always want to, you never want to pretend to be somebody you're not. That's so important when you're talking to agents because they can smell your authenticity or in, in authenticity from a mile away. So if you're a new investor, be honest with them and tell them I'm a new investor. 
I'm just getting started. If you're from out of town, don't pretend to be some big shot with a ton of money who's buying a bunch of deals. You know, Forget the whole fake it till you make it thing. I don't believe in that. I think that's stupid. That's really bad advice. Fake it till you make it is bad advice. Don't do that. You want to be honest. You want to be a truth giver and a truth seeker. So if you give the truth, you should expect the truth from people that you're talking. It's always going to help you in the long run. Trust me on this. All right. So Nicole, hey, my name is Joe. I'm an investor in Missouri. I'm kind of new in the Cincinnati market. Um, I think I have a property that I'm looking at buying in 45205. And I was wondering if you could maybe answer some questions for me. And I don't have an agent representing me. So maybe you can help me find a buyer for it. Can I ask you some questions? Cool. Listen, I see that you sold, you had a client that bought a property on Glenway Avenue back in January or something like that. Um, is your Is your client looking for any more deals in this area? Okay. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but guess what? Maybe she can list a property for you. Now, when you list a property on the MLS, you need to be, number one, you need to be able to close on the deal. So that shouldn't be a big deal for you, right? Because you've got hard money lenders lined up. You've got private lenders. um, You've got transactional money or whatever. Maybe you're partnering with another local wholesaler who has access to the money. Now, how much is a realtor going to get paid? They'll list this property for 50. Maybe you have it under contract for 30. You just have to make sure you have their commissions. You have to make sure that you have their commissions built into your price. So, uh, you know, property like this, you're probably going to pay about five to 6% in commissions. Not, not, it's, it's pretty normal. So $50,000 house, 6% is $3,000 in commissions. Maybe you bump it up a little bit. Because here's the thing, you, you'd be like, oh, Joe, I don't want to pay commissions. I want to keep all the profits for myself. Here's the thing. When you list properties on the MLS, you're going to probably most likely get a higher price most of the time than you would if you were trying to sell it on your own. So it pays for itself. Using realtors will pay for itself. Forget about, I mean, it's small thinking. It's small-minded thinking if you're worried about paying these agents a commission. You stop that right? They are worth every single penny you pay for them because they're going to save you time and hassle. They're going to take care of the buyers for you that want to go look at the property. They're going to take pictures. They're going to inspect the house. They're going to tell you about the neighborhood. They're going to tell you, hey, listen, you might be careful about this house. There was a murder. This has happened to me several times. There was a murder next door a few years ago. Everybody knows about it. There was a suicide in the house or like stupid, crazy stuff. But like, a lot of these realtors know this stuff and they'll find out about it or they'll talk to a neighbor and the neighbor will say, listen, you know, there's a, there's a gang that lives across the street or there's a bunch of like, you just got to be aware of that stuff. It doesn't mean you can't buy the house, but maybe go back to the seller and negotiate a lower price. The realtor is going to tell you, listen, this is a rough neighborhood. Um, you know, I mean, maybe this doesn't look bad. There's a, there's a weird house right across the street. That's got, uh, Oh, it's not a weird house. Never mind. Uh, they may tell you there's a railroad track in the back. There's a landfill in the in the front. Whatever. There's some commercial there. They're going to tell you things that you wouldn't know otherwise, unless somebody was actually looking for you. I'm looking. There you go. Satellite view. I mean, you can tell a lot from looking at the satellite. But it's just it's nice to have a boots on the ground. So you can't afford not to have an agent. An agent's going to help you get better deals. All right, and they're also going to help you sell these deals at a higher prices. Hold on one second. All right. So you see what I've just done there? 
I go and I, I, I look for where there's investor activity. I look for the agents that are listing properties and I look for agents that are selling properties in my target zip codes and I'm going to call them and talk to them and try to see if we can do business together. If anything, guys, listen, this is really important too. You want to start collecting emails and phone numbers, thank you, of agents that are working in these neighborhoods because you can call them. Here's what you do. Let me zoom in a little bit. If you're doing deals in Cincinnati right now, by the way, you should, it won't let me scoot over. Ah, All right. You should um, be taking these phone numbers and these emails and writing them down because these are agents, again, that are willing to work in these neighborhoods. And you should once a month, once every couple of weeks, sorry, I'm super thirsty. It's not soda. It's aha sparkling water with no sugar, I think, I hope. No sugars, no sweeteners. All right. So once a week, once a month, send out an email, a voicemail, a text message. Hey, Tim, Joe here. Um, You may not remember me. We talked a little while ago. I'm looking for deals in Cincinnati in the North County or in 45205. Um, Do you have anything? I I knew uh, an investor in Atlanta, very competitive. It's always been competitive. But there was a period of time where he didn't never, he never did any direct mail, cold calling, texting. All he did was every week email his entire database of realtors and investors and rehabbers and hard money lenders and title companies in the Atlanta market every week. And he had thousands of them. And he would just say, Hey, I'm looking for deals. Do you have anything? And he would rephrase that every week. Sometimes he'd send an email teaching something like an educational email or like, did you know, like, these are the top five mistakes that uh, rehabbers make. These are the the five things you need to watch out for um, if you're a landlord. But you'd always say in these emails, I'm looking for deals. I'm, I've got money. If you have anything, please send it to me uh, and I'll pay you uh, commissions or I'll, I'll pay you a nice finder's fee or whatever. So um, if anything, you're building the relationships now. That's my whole point. You're building relationships with these agents and with these and other investors that you're talking to. Get their name, get their emails, and constantly, once a week, once a month, send them texts and emails, maybe even a sly broadcast and say, hey, you probably don't remember me. We talked a little while ago. Uh, I, I'm still out there. I'm still looking for deals. If you've got anything, if you have any off-market properties that need work, you just want to make a quick uh, fat commission check. I am looking for deals. Please send me anything and everything that you have. Make sense? All right. Real important. I hope you guys are picking this up. All right. One of my other favorite ways to find realtors for houses, and I'm going to talk in a minute about land as well, is right here in PropStream. If you go to PropStream Joe, by the way, as I'm going through this, guys, if you have any questions, please type them in the chat. PropStreamJoe.com. I've used PropStream for years and years, and I love it. I use it all the time. There's a great feature in here to find realtors um, or to find properties that have been recently fixed up and flipped um, called uh, Flippers, I think is what it's called, right? So let's go to, how about another city in Ohio? How about um, Columbus? Columbus, Ohio. All right, cool. Let's zoom out a little bit, maybe. And let's go right here to Filter and go to quick list choices, flippers. Hopefully we get some. All right, good. Now, what is a flipper? A flipper, somehow PropStream has a way to find um, properties that have been purchased by an investor, an absentee owner, 
and then relisted shortly later on the MLS um, at a higher price. So for example, this first one that comes up here, if I click on it, this one is pending. It was listed February 25th, so about, well, I don't know, a week ago or so. It's already pending. And you can see it was purchased November 2021 for 82500 And now it's for sale for 209000 So who purchased it? Well, this guy, Heels Home LTD from Columbus, Ohio. Let's look at some of the pictures here. So it looks like they did some uh, yard work. Looking inside, looks really nice. By the way, these are, I bet you a glass of iced tea. This is not really staged. This is just virtual furniture. I may be wrong. Maybe it is staged. What do you guys think looking at this picture? Do you think it's virtual, like a pictures, or do you think it's actually real furniture? Maybe it is. It's gotten so hard to tell. It's kind of funny. Um, some local MLSs will tell you, like if you use virtual pictures, fake furniture, in your pictures, you need to disclose that it's fake pictures. <laughs> um, anyway, but you can tell this is not a retail um, um, invest. I mean, this is this is a home that's been rehabbed and fixed up. Nobody's living in this thing right now. It's vacant. And a rehabber came in and bought it, fixed it up, and has re done a beautiful job with this rehab. I mean, it's just incredible. Look at this. Is this the garage or the basement? Oh, it's a, maybe, yeah, maybe that's a garage. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Beautiful home. So they bought it a couple months later, fixed it up, resold it, and it's already pending. They're probably going to make a real pretty penny on this. So I'm seeing the comments here. Yep. Tangju Shun says, looks like it's real furniture. James looks real. Meredith, impossible to tell. Somebody else looks virtual. And Meredith is saying, yes, it costs a lot of money to stage. So who knows? Um, now, what, what's the point in this, Joe? What, what's your point? All right, look. If you go right here to, if you have PropStream, PropStreamJoe.com, if you click on MLS details, guess what you see here? The agent information. James E. Ross, primary phone number right there, 614-289-7355. There's his um, email, Jim at Jim Ross Realtor. And there you go. All right, guess what? I'm going to call this guy, James. Hey, James, how you doing? Man, I'm telling beautiful house. Congratulations. I don't know. Did you, do you work with those clients that uh, rehab that property? It's just incredible. It's really beautiful. Good job. You know, I'm complimenting the house. I'm complimenting the pictures, you know, and their listing. It looks like a really good listing. And um, I'm going to tell them, listen, um, what's his name? I forget. James. I am an investor and I got and I have another property in the area. I'm thinking about selling it. Would is your client looking for any more deals like this? Oh, nine times out of ten, that realtor is going to say, Well, yeah, they're always looking for deals. I mean, every rehabber I know, they're begging for inventory right now. Guess what? This realtor now is going to be working for you. Tell them sometimes they don't even want, they don't even care about a commission, getting a commission from you, because they know their client is going to pay them a commission and they're going to get to relist the property after it's been fixed up and they're going to get a much bigger commission. So sometimes these realtors, again, they're just not, they don't care about you paying a commission. So you may not even want to offer it, but guess what? This guy is going to give you a great buyer. This realtor is going to give you a great buyer who is looking for fixer uppers. Do you understand? Who's, are you guys with me? Are you, are you picking up what I'm laying down? I just wish I could see you all live right now. 
Are you picking up the this gold that I'm laying down? Guess what? Hey, James, I'm just curious. Do you know how did your your clients find this property? Did you help them find it? Do you, are they active buyers? Are they buying? What areas are they buying in right now? Are they okay? So then you know, try to find out who these buyers are. These are buyers with cash. They're looking for rehabs. Listen, I come across properties all the time, James, that I sometimes buy or don't buy. And, you know, I'm a wholesaler. Uh, maybe, you know, I might find a deal that your clients might like or might want. What are they looking for? Find out from James what properties these their buyers are buying right now. What kind of shape do they need to be in? What would they be willing to pay for these properties? Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Good question from W.E. Smith. Has PropStream been able to get up-to-date info from the MLS now? It hasn't before. All right, so there was an issue earlier, but the, with with PropStream not getting any more data, MLS data from the MLS. Here's the thing. They're not getting sold data from the MLS. They're getting active data from the MLS, but they're not reporting sold data anymore from the MLS. So sometimes in non-disclosure states, you have the county records with sold data and you have the MLS data with sold data. So PropStream, the only thing they got rid of was the sold MLS data. Does that make sense? So you can still get active MLS data, but not the sold MLS data. Abdul says, I love how you explain it plain and simple. Good. Mandy, good stuff. James, yes, good good golden nuggets, Joe. Thank you very much. And the silent sea wolf says, I'm picking up the ideas. Cool. All right, you guys are with me here. Sometimes I'll say annoyingly to some people, um, are you smelling what I'm stepping in? Do you see why realtors are so critical to your success, right? They Because why? They know these neighborhoods, right? They know the buyers. They, they, they get these deals before anybody else does. They can put it on the MLS and sell it for more than anybody else can. All right. Speaking of the MLS... I want to just show you another thing that is a really, really cool tool, and it's called brokerless.com. Sometimes you get a deal and um, you just you want to sell it for the highest price possible. The best thing you could do is list it on the MLS. Now, you could go hire a realtor to list it for you, or you could list it MLS by owner for 99 bucks. If you go to brokerless.com, brokerless, you see it right there. Dot com. You can list a property. By the way, Edgar, you can still get comps from PropStream. All right, it's going to give you sold comps from county records, not the sold comps from the MLS records. So, in very few markets, is it even a big deal? Okay, so um, brokerless for ninety nine dollars, you can list your property by owner on the local MLS. They'll also put it on Realtor.com. And they send it out to sites like Trulia, Zillow, and MLS, MSN.com. Now, here's the thing about this you got to understand. Sometimes Zillow makes it very, very difficult to list, even for sale by owner homes. And in some markets, I've seen it where they, they won't even list uh, by owner anymore. And or they won't even put the owner's phone number on the for sale by owners anymore. Why? Because that's not how Zillow makes their money. Zillow makes their money by collecting um, money from agents to be listed as premier agents so they can get their, you know, uh, their information on that property. So when you're looking at it for sale by owner or even a listed property and you click send me information or ask a question or schedule a showing, it's not sending that information to the listing agent. 
It's sending information to a buyer's agent that has paid Zillow a lot of money to show you their information. And so this has always been a huge source of conflict between the realtors and Zillow. That's why a lot of realtors hate Zillow is because Zillow is, they're in this business to make money and that's how they do it. Does that make sense? And they don't allow listing agents to actually be the ones to who are going to be contacted when somebody's interested in their property that they find from Zillow. So the cool thing about doing a flat fee listing like this is it's going to put your property on the biggest platform out there, the MLS, Realtor.com and Zillow. So I was saying before, Zillow makes it very difficult to list properties for sale by owner. You have to go through this verification process and that's good because um, you know it, it prevents a lot of scam. Uh, uh, scams from being on putting being put on Zillow, but when you're when you're a legit wholesaler, it's it's very difficult sometimes to get your properties on Zillow, which is a it's the nation's it's the number one real estate platform out there, right? So for ninety nine dollars, you can list it on the MLS, which will send it automatically to Zillow Realtor.com on the MLS, etc. All right. Now what's going to happen is on the MLS, it's going to say um, uh, um, what's it going to say? It's going to say, uh, you need to call the owner for more information to see the property, whatever. You're also going to have to put on there what commission you're willing to pay the buyer's agent. So it can be whatever you want. You could say, I'll pay the buyer's agent's commission only a thousand bucks or 2%. So generally though, you want to be between about two to 3% of what you would pay the buyer's agent if they bring you a buyer to their house. Um, so. Don't be greedy or stingy either. I mean, if you're talking, you're only talking on a $200,000 house, a 1% difference in commissions is only 2000 bucks, right? So, um, it's, it's when you're, when you're making, when you're making 30 grand, 50 grand on a house, uh, you know, a couple thousand dollars is not a big deal. The, the, the time that it saves you, the more buyers you'll get, you know, the, the more on your team they'll be and try to help you close the deal it's going to be better. So you'll save that money in selling it faster and you'll be selling it for a higher price. So don't, don't get stuck or trip up with paying realtors commissions on your deals. All right. Now, when you do this at brokerless.com, you're going to get it out there on a big platform, um, but you're going to have to be the one that kind of negotiates the deal. You're not going to have an agent representing you. If you're an experienced wholesaler, it's not a big deal, but this is a great way to get your properties on the MLS. Cool. Um, so this, your, the seller's contact will be shown on the MLS. The, the other thing I wanted to say too is, um, um, no, never mind. Oh yeah. Okay. What I was going to say is this, uh, what this, the, what this website does is they will connect you with a local broker that is a discount broker. So it's not like there has to be a broker in that city that participates in this. And usually every city has one of them. So they'll still send you stuff that you have to sign. And if you're wholesaling a deal, you might need to get some extra paperwork signed from the actual owner of the property before that listing agent will actually list the property for you. So um, you just usually it's not a big deal, but you're going to have to explain to them what it is that you're doing if you're doing this. All right. So this, by the way, also is a great way to list your vacant land deals. If you want your vacant land deals on the MLS, you should do something like this. Okay. Um, anything else? Any questions about what I was just saying? 
Uh, good question from Meredith here. Can you put lease option deals? Can you list lease option deals on broker lists? Yes, you certainly can. Here's the thing though. When you, when they put you in touch with your buyer's eight, with the seller's agent, because it has to be a broker, you'll have to explain to them what it is you're doing. I had a student um, in Florida, and I think she was in Orlando that did this all the time. She would do lease option deals. She'd get it under contract to lease option, like a sandwich lease option. And then she would actually put it on the MLS to auction the down payment, option deposit money, so the, an auction. So she would schedule an open house, get a bunch of people there, and they would bid. She would advertise it as a lease option, and they would bid on the option deposit. And she would get you know huge amounts of option deposit money and really good tenant buyers because she'd get a bunch of people there all at once, create a buying frenzy, and it was great. So she would do that with, she would list the property on sites like this and find these discount brokers that would do it for her. Didn't have any problems. So my, you just got to like, go ahead and, and, and try to figure it out but you know, by like, just pay for, pay the 99 bucks. They will put you in touch with a broker and you just tell them what you're doing. I have a lease option deal. This is what I want to do. It should not be a problem. All right. Any other questions? Go ahead and type them in here. I got a few other things I want to show you real quick. When it comes to vacant land, um, where here's the thing: if you've got a property, if you've got a vacant lot that's you know above fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, I'd highly recommend you pay an agent to list your property for you. All right, and on a vacant land, you're going to pay about ten percent. Now you might be freaking out, thinking ten percent? What? Well, listen again: for only a twenty thousand dollar house. For, I mean, for, I'm sorry, for a $20,000 vacant lot, that's only $2,000. And you should be making a minimum of 10 to 15 grand if you're selling it for cash. So it's not a big deal to pay a couple thousand dollars. But here's the great thing about this though. These agents are going to take care of handling all the calls, taking the pictures, making sure that somebody can get there and knows what the property is looking like. Maybe even stick a sign in the yard. I'm telling you, um, sticking signs in yards, it, it, you know, at the entrance of a vacant lot out in the middle of nowhere will get you a ton of calls. All right. So anyway, let's say um, we're looking at, uh, let, me, let me show you something else here. Let's go to landwatch.com. Let's go to Ohio. I just want to real quick see like what parts of Ohio are the, uh, are, is an active market where there's a lot of, uh, of activity. Let's do max hundred grand. I'm looking for the cheap rural vacant lots and let's do two to 20 acres. There's 493 listings in the state of Ohio under hundred grand, two to 20 acres. Most popular region is the Southeast region and the Northeast region. I'm guessing that these are areas where there's a lot of camping and hunting and, and, you know, larger lots, a lot of wooded areas, not a lot of farmland. These are areas where, um, you know, people might go to go hunting or whatever. Ashtabula County is one of the hottest, biggest ones. Let's see where Ashtabula, who lives in Ashtabula County? Wow. Ashtabula County, is that? Okay, so it's next to Cleveland. Interesting. It's near the lake. So this might be an area where it's kind of maybe in the path of growth, um, but it's in an area where, you know, people that live in Cleveland, they want to get away, get out in the country maybe even people from Pittsburgh or something like that. This might be an area where they're going to look um, to buy properties. Let's see what's in Ashtabula here. All right, you can buy 12 acres for 65 grand. I'm going to sort this from low to high. 
two and a half acres about for 25 grand, 4.5 for 27. So it looks like, you know, that's a combination of a prairie and wooded lots. Now I'm going to look at one other thing here. Let's go back and let's remove. So now all we're looking at here is Ohio under hundred grand, two to 20 acres. And I'm going to go down here and select solds. I don't want to look at actives. I'm just looking at solds. Well, this is interesting. Um, there are more solds and under contracts than there are actives. What is that telling you? And, and by the way, these are not, these are just solds on the land.com websites. If you want more accurate sold vacant land data, go to propstreamjoe.com and get it there. But because that pulls all of the solds from county records, these are just solds from that were marked as sold from the land's websites. Does that make sense? All right. So now I'm looking here. These are just properties that are sold or under contract, two to 20 acres under 100 grand in Ohio. Look at this. The Southeast region has a lot more activity, 784. And Adams County is much, I don't even see that other county I was looking at. It's not even on this list here, is it? Adams County. Let's see where that is. All right. This is much more rural. Oh, this is perfect, right? This is an hour, two hours away outside of a big city. This is an area that's um, probably really pretty. Looks like there's a river that goes through here. There's some, you can see the darker greens are usually national forests or um, state parks or something like that. Uh, maybe there's a lot of hunting. A lot of guys and families go out here to camp, ride their four-wheelers, shoot their guns. It's a beautiful area, right? Well, let's click on Adams County and you can buy, guess what? Cheap, rural. You can buy, these are solds, right? So you can buy almost four acres for $8,500. Yeah. So if I'm in Ohio and I'm looking at vacant land, this is one of the counties that I'm going to target. How much competition do you think? Like if you look at this, guys, all the competition right now for houses in, in Ohio, and it's, and it's big. You know, they're targeting Akron, Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, Ohio. But guess what? how many people do you think are targeting properties out here? What was the other county that we were looking at? Well, anyway, um, so this is a great area, Adams County. All right, boom. Let's say I'm going to do some direct mail. I'm going to find some vacant lots here in Adams County. And I'm going to, let's say a vacant lot out here, I find it's 10 acres and uh, it's worth about 30 grand. I'm just saying $3,000 an acre. It's worth 30 grand. So let me look at my calculator here. So if it's worth 30 grand, I'm going to offer 7,500, all right? I'm going to offer $7,500. Now, if it's worth 30 grand, if I'm selling it for cash, I'm going to sell it for maybe 25 grand because I want it to sell fast. So if I sell it for 25, I'm buying it for 75. What's my profit? Um, what did I say? 25,000 minus 7,500. Um, my profit's a, duh, okay. About, no, no, that's not right. I'm selling it for 25, sorry. Yeah, my profit is $17,500 on that thing, right? Now, if I'm going to be paying about a 10% commission on a $25,000 sale, I'm going to be paying $2,500 commission. So, I don't know, I'm going to make fifteen grand profit. I'm okay with paying an additional $2,500 to an agent to do all of this work for me. You understand? All right, cool. So, looking at Adams County, Ohio, guess what? I see Steve's Realty here. Who is Steve's Realty? I don't know, but he's selling a lot of vacant land, isn't he? Do you think this might be somebody I want to call? You bet your bottom dollar it is, right? This is a guy. Here's an office and a mobile phone number. Here's his website. A lot of times you can tell from their website that it's a realtor because it looks crappy. 
no offense, realtors, like it's not even working. But I don't care if it's I don't care if the property's on his website or not. I I'm just looking here. He sells a lot of vacant land. So I'm going to contact him and see if he can sell my property. And guess what? He's also going to tell me, hey, listen, Joe, uh, that area of the county, you don't want to do anything out there. It's just not a good area. Nobody wants to be out there. Here's a Mossy Oaks property realtor. So this guy, Steve's Realty, he's selling a lot of properties. Uh, here it is. Look, Steve's Realty has been listing and selling beautiful Adams County properties for over 44 years. Guess what? He knows everybody that's out there looking for vacant land. All right. These are active listings here. Guess who's going to go out there and take these pictures for you? They're real. Those realtors are. In fact, look, they're going to take pictures from their phone of the uh, parcel. Oh, whatever. And they, you know, their portrait mode uh, pictures. You might want to tell them, hey, listen, can you do, please just do landscape photos for me. <laughs> but let's see if this website link works. NY State MLS. I don't know what that is. But these guys can still do owner financing for you. Right? So you can still advertise owner financing on them. But guess what? These realtors now, excuse me, are going to do all of the work for you. You got to be really clear and careful what you tell them. Listen, I want you to make sure that all of your, all of my properties go on the land.com websites. And guess what? He's already a premier partner. So he's already spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month on being a premier listing agent on these land websites. Okay. So he's already got the account. He can put you on there. He can probably put you in touch with somebody that can go take some pictures of these properties. He can probably put you in touch with somebody who can take drone footage, which is always really cool to have drone footage on your property. And he's probably going to have somebody that puts a sign out there and you can tell him, listen, I'm doing owner financing. I want you to put uh, one of those riders. You can put a rider on a sign that says owner financing available. That'll triple your calls when you can do owner financing. Make sense? So there's, and look, I mean, this guy has all of the properties out here. Am I, am I looking at this right? Another thing you can do, I, I like to look at is um, lands of America. Let's go, let's look at another county here real quick. Let's remove Adams County. Let's remove Southeast. Um, Vinton, Vinton County. All right, I'm going to write Vinton County, Ohio. Includes residents, no. Let's look at solds in Vinton and under contract. Apply filters. All right, there's 229 under contract and sold. So let's look for, let's say, it's a, uh, it's a, we have a 10 acre property, so I might do five to 15 acres. Right, here's 42 listings that have sold in Vinton County that are sold or either under contract, all right? And you can click map here. And if you, you could even go in and kind of look around. If your property's right there, maybe, you know, who are these agents that are listing properties right there? But here's a guy, first thing that comes up, he's a signature partner, Realtree United. I like how, you know, anybody that's selling land they they understand how to do it. They they take pictures with that look good with a blue sky in the background or a really unique feature like this. And uh, yeah, so this is a a good realtor to call. I would call all th uh, many of them as you could. Guess what? There is a phone number. Jason Williams. They're going to do all the research. They're going to tell you whether a vacant lot can pass a perk test or not, or who to contact for a perk test, who the utilities are. They're going to tell you what the, if there's a power or water or sewer, 
Um, what are the codes or the restrictions are going to tell you, hey, this is in a good HOA, that's in a bad HOA. You tell that agent, listen, I'm looking for properties that uh, my buyers can you know, do whatever they want on it. They don't have to worry about HOA restrictions or whatnot. And he will tell you, yeah, this is good area. Um, properties in this area are selling for this. This guy has a website that actually works. All right. I hope you guys get this. What I'm saying here is real important. If you want to sell your properties fast for the highest amount of money with the least amount of work, hire a realtor to do it. If you're looking for off-market deals, if you're looking for um, realtors that are, are familiar with the neighborhoods who can um, um, bring you really good deals, work with a realtor. So get it out of your head that realtors are not good to work with because they are. I think I've said that a hundred times here during this episode. So I'm hoping you understand what I'm saying here. Any questions about what I'm talking about here? A uh, good question from Nike. Why would someone want to buy just land? What's well, a good question. It's a fair question. Sorry, I'm laughing at you. For a lot of reasons, they want to ride their four-wheelers. They want to go camping. They want to build a cabin someday. Um, they just want a place where they can shoot their guns. Sometimes there's a, lot of, there's a large community out there of preppers, of survivalists. And uh, they want a place where they can bug out. So if something happens, um, like, you know, a certain president from a certain left-leaning political office decides that we're going to take away everybody's guns, they want a place where they can go hide their guns, right? Or, the, you know, if the apocalypse happens or there's a tornado or a natural disaster or a world war, they want to be able to have a place where they can get off the grid, be disconnected and hide and take care of their family. You know what I'm saying? So there's a big need for bug out land. It's called bug out land where you can go and get off the grid. All right. Uh, good question here from Tang. Can you recommend a title company for land flipping? Yes. It's the same company I recommended before. Closelikejoe.com. Contact David Olds. Um, this is a nationwide title company that can do your land deals. They work with investors and wholesalers that do assignments and double close and novations and subject twos and lease options. Closelikejoe.com. Go check those guys out. Um, yeah. Raphael, they can go hunting, camping. They go sit on it. Cabin Airbnbs are a huge thing right now. You're right, Raphael. Like if you can, there's a lot of people, they call it glamping, you know, you, you, you can, there's an Airbnb for camping. I forget what it's called, but there's people out there that are looking for places they can just maybe, um, maybe you can you can put a little RV out there with some basic utilities, um, and people will pay you good money to go camping on it for the weekend. Will you be posting this video, Norwood? Yes, it's already posted actually in YouTube. So on my YouTube channel, by the way, you guys please subscribe to my YouTube channel, and uh, yeah, and then click the notification thing, and you'll be notified whenever I come out with new videos like this. Um, I bought Raphael saying I bought a piece of land, four and a half acres in Georgia for about five grand and it's worth about 50. Boom. What are you doing with it, Raphael? That's awesome. And by the way, that's not uncommon. Uh, buying rural vacant land for 10 to 20 cents on the dollar, not uncommon. Okay. Those are all the questions I see guys. We should wrap it up. Uh, if you want my book, REI Secrets, Go to reisecrets.com. We'll send it out to you. And if you want the PDF of the book for free, just leave me a review from your phone. So from your cell phone with a camera on it, go to reviewjoe.net from a phone with a camera, reviewjoe.net. Leave me a nice review. The thank you page 
will give you a PDF of that book for free. All right. Hey, I appreciate you guys very much. Oh, I got some more comments here. What do we got? What do we got here? Thank you for the likes, Raphael. He's thinking about putting a couple cabins out there. Nice. Um, Norwood, uh, your question about the partner with Joe thing, please send an email to support at joemccall.com. Uh, support at joemccall.com and they will take care of y'all. Okay, guys, we'll see you. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody.